The group that brought the case says the ruling is, quote, justified and necessary for the future of our democracy. Joining us this morning, Noah Bookbinder, the president and CEO of Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. It is his organization that filed this lawsuit. Noah, good morning. Thank you for being with us. That's your case. I mean, you prevailed here so far. That is your argument, that it is necessary for the future of democracy. What about those that say actually not letting the voters have their say is antithetical to democracy? Yeah, the problem with that is that we tried that already, right? In, in 2020, voters had a chance to decide if they wanted Donald Trump to be president. They decided that they didn't. And what happened after that was Donald Trump refused to accept that result and incited a violent insurrection to try to keep himself in power despite having lost. Um, there's simply no reason to think that somehow we can do it this way and it'll come out differently. Um, that's why the framers of the 14th Amendment put this provision into the Constitution. It was specifically meant to defend the Republic from those who have attacked it in the past, attacked the democracy in the past. Um, that's what we have here. And, you know, the Constitution sets out what the qualifications are to be president of the United States. You got to be 35 years old. You have to be uh, a... Um, uh, born you have here. To be born here. Uh, can't have served two terms. And you mm -hmm. can't have engaged in insurrection. Well, you know, those are the rules of this democracy. We just dig into the law here just a little bit, because when you read into Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the language, which is what the Supreme Court, if they take this up, is going to assess, quote, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States. That part doesn't say president. And here's what Ty Cobb, former White House lawyer under Trump, and now has been very critical of Trump, here's what he said about this. Listen. And to the extent that the president or the vice president are included as an officer or included within uh, the admonitions of the Constitution, they are typically highlighted, like in the impeachment clause, which specifically says president, vice president. Um, so I think this case will be handled quickly. I think it could be 9-0 in the Supreme Court for Trump. The high court could rule unanimously against you, Noah. Why do you think you could prevail there? Look, that was a big focus of the argument in front of the Colorado Supreme Court. It's a big focus of the, the decision that came out yesterday. And what it, what it uh, says is that actually uh, the language of the Constitution uh, in a lot of different parts is very clear that the presidency is an office of the United States. Uh, the debate over this provision in the 14th Amendment uh, uh, was uh, made very clear that all offices, including the president, were meant to be included. Uh, you know, there, there's discussion of uh, dictionaries and common understanding at the time. We think, actually, it's, it's, it's very clear from the history and the language that this was meant to include all officers. That includes the, the president. And just logically, it simply doesn't make sense that the framers of the 14th Amendment wanted to protect the country uh, from those who had... Uh, rebelled against it, those who had engaged in insurrection, except for the very top person who could do the most damage. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make logical sense, and uh, we, we think the support is not there uh, in the language or the history for that argument. Uh, we're pretty confident about that one going forward. You're looking at the majority of these justices being textualists and originalists and looking at it that way to arguably be in your favor. But I was struck by the dissent 
Noah, uh, from three of the justices. Let me read you one of the dissents on this court from Justice Carlos Samor. Quote, even if we are convinced that a candidate committed horrible acts in the past, dare I say, engaged in an insurrection, there must be procedural due process before we can declare that an individual is disqualified from holding public office. He writes, I am disturbed about the potential chaos wrought by imprudent, unconstitutional, and standardless system in which each state gets to adjudicate Section 3 disqualification cases on an ad hoc basis. What he is saying is, what does this do to our republic beyond Trump? If this is what it is, then what? How, how is this not portend chaos? Well, look, our elections are run by the states. Uh, states on a routine basis decide the qualification of candidates. We've had uh, decisions in, in Colorado and a whole lot of other states about uh, the age of a candidate, about whether they were born in the United States. Um, and, you know, on, on process, I think it's really mm -hmm. important to, um, to bear in mind, as I think the majority of this court did, that this is a situation where you didn't have a court making an arbitrary decision. There was, in fact, extensive process. In the, the trial court held a multi-day evidentiary hearing with testimony from law enforcement officers, members of Congress, experts, other government officials, organizers of the January 6th protests, and uh, reviewed thousands of pages of documents. The uh, Colorado Supreme Court reviewed that entire record. Uh, there was uh, able advocacy from all sides, really top lawyers, Republicans and Democrats. There was a tremendous amount of process. In fact, this is the only case in the country where there has been that kind of proceeding. And reviewing all of that, uh, this court found, the, the, the trial court found that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection. This court found that Donald Trump is, is disqualified. Uh, I think the evidence is actually quite overwhelming when there is that kind of very comprehensive process. Very quickly before you go, Noah, you told Abby Phillip, our colleague, Colorado, quote, won't be the last stop. Where's next? Well, I think the first thing that we need to do is to focus on uh, this case, defending this really important uh, ruling. So that's going to be our, uh, our focus in the immediate term. Uh, I am confident that other states will be looking at this, but, but we're taking this one step at a time. Noah Bookbinder, thanks very much. Thank you.